welcome back, listeners. We are back from our summer hiatus with a penny for your thoughts together here with Lauren Ernst. Hey, Lauren, how's it going? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm fantastic. And for our listeners, you can't hear me or see it, but you can. I'm holding up a medal for a first place win. I just, I am like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm like 38 for like the fifth time. And I just won my very first, first anything. Oh, I'm so stinking proud of you. And it's so funny because we literally started this conversation. <laughs> And you were like, okay, okay, okay. We need to just hit record and start the catch up properly. So, <laughs> well, we're both living our dreams here. We're, we're, you know, I mean, you've experienced some more change and growth, and um, I have as well. And like, I think that this is like a perfect topic to help our listeners just kind of buckle in for a really great weekend. Oh, it's so, it's so true. And honestly, I want to selfishly dive into all of the things that you've been up to. And I'm so excited to hear more about this story. Um, yeah, I felt all the vibes this weekend and sent all the vibes your way this weekend, um, knowing that you would be on stage. So like walk us through girl. And for folks that don't know, like give us the, the lowdown on this incredible journey that you've had. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for giving me the space. It's, you know, we, I've been working at this since February. And I mean, if I'm really honest, I've been working towards this since 2010. Wow. I started my first prep in December of 2010. Uh, my first competition was April of 2011. Ruth painted my back. She was my little <laughs> handler. She, she's got the pro tan and she's painting my back. And, you know, I just, I, I think for what it was is for so many years, I had unrealistic expectations because you really like bodybuilding is such a great, um, a great sport because mm -hmm. you have to grow. You have to take time. You have to be patient. You have to be consistent. And if you're none of those things, then you'll never be successful. And, you know, here I am 13 years after starting my career and I went in and last week was my best peak week ever. We have a week wow. where we deplete the body and then we fill the body and we add water and we take water away. And uh, we were fighting to fill me. My body was just like, I dieted so hard that I had to eat. Like my coach was adding 10, 15 rice cakes extra a day. On uh, It was crazy. I just sat there and ate five rice cakes at a time. I'd break them up like popcorn. And, you know, and then I had like these crazy cheat meals for Thursday and Friday. And then Friday, Saturday morning, a huge breakfast with my family. So, you know, I, I guess like when I look back, all of the hard work really allowed me to celebrate with my family. And I had my mom there, my mother, in law Ruth was there my coach who's my my best friend was there and it's like I got up on that stage and I knew I knew before I even stepped on stage that I was going to win. Oof. That's amazing. And it's not, and it's not because of my competition. It's not because I looked at my competition. You know, I read this amazing quote a couple of weeks ago and it, it was I love my competition because they bring out the best in me. Yeah. It's the coolest. And it was really interesting because I, I'm such a sports nerd. And I remember when Tiger Woods was out of the picture for a while, I love golf and everyone in the field was like, we need him back. Like, yeah, of course. It's great that the best of the best of the best isn't on the field with us right now, but we are not our best because he's not here. Yep. And there's just something so powerful about everyone showing up 
being their best and then the best being selected or achieving greatness amongst greatness. So that's, that's the coolest. That's the neatest thing to like the detail to call attention to. It's not that the competition was weak. It was that you were at your best and everyone else was at their best and you won. You Absolutely. Won. I won. I won first place in Masters 35 plus and and the open. And it was like I look at these pictures and I I'm so proud of myself. And you know, I, I think that there is a, a thing when it comes to I think being a mother, a woman, uh being in business, like I don't think we really focus on celebrating the things that we do because we've been bred to be hum- have have this crazy amount of humility. Um Maybe we're seen to be, you know, selfish or what have you. Um, and and it just, I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of what I did. And you know what? I'll have to send you my routine. Everybody's routines were really um, slow and just like yeah. powerful. And no. I did my, my, my routine was done to Dr. Hook, cover of the Rolling Stone. And I yes. strutted my ass out there. I posed hard and I strutted my ass off the stage. And it was uh-huh. epic. Like I had people the next morning while I was getting into the elevator after breakfast with my family. Oh my gosh, you're the one with the coolest routine ever. I've had so many messages. So many people stop me. And it's just like, it, like achievement should be fun, right? We should be celebrating ourselves, our achievements, the things that we love to do. And as you can tell, like, I'm just, I'm hyped. Yes, as you should be. And achievement and reaching your goals shouldn't come at the sacrifice of others not being happy for you. Like, that's the thing that's so beautiful about competition in very healthy spaces. I remember you know, early days when I first discovered fitness and jumped on the CrossFit bandwagon and the amount of love and support that folks had for each other was like nothing I had ever experienced before, especially being a woman in, you know, that environment, that sport. And then I fell in love with Brazilian jiu-jitsu, the same thing, like the amount of love and support for each other is just the coolest all boats rise right like it's just that idea of supporting one another and being happy for each other in our accomplishments doesn't come at you being depleted in order for someone else to win it's yeah. you all win and it's even more powerful when you know women wrap their minds around that concept whether it's in bodybuilding whether it's in you know sport whether it's in business just that idea of nothing is taken away from me by supporting and celebrating you um yeah that's that's super cool i'm so proud of you i have Thank to you. know the cheat meals what were they oh my gosh like <laughs> It was, it was ridiculous. So the first night we went to Denny's and cause it was attached to the hotel. Right. So it was like, it was easy. And like the moms had just come in and they're 75 and 76. So it's like, okay, let's just go down there and have something to eat. So I had a clubhouse. It was very disappointing. Um, but I was like, you know, it was a safe bet for me. Cause like a clubhouse always sits well. And I knew yeah. I wasn't going to upset my digestion. Cause I've literally, I'm at the point where it's like chicken is dead to me. I'm living off of egg whites, protein powder, and tuna right now, because I just can't, I was on the road first so many weeks this prep like I would say over 50% of the prep I was living out of a suitcase and a mini fridge in a hotel and so like 
the taste of chicken that comes out of a Ziploc bag. Like I just can't do it. So I did that and we ordered like these weird tater tot things and they came fully loaded. So I had a couple of those. Um, I had some fries and, you know, a couple of uh, Diet Cokes. But then the next night on the Friday, so here I am in a spray tan. And when you're spray tanned, you can't have a bra or underpants or anything on. So I'm in pajamas. And my family's like, well, the mothers ordered this weird, I don't even know. It was like pot roast bowl from Denny's. And my mother-in-law used to be a dietary um, facilitator in in a nursing home. And she was like, she was so turned off. They cut the meat the wrong way. So it was not with the grain or against the grain. It was with the grain. So I just had this chunk of meat and then they brought her extra gravy and it was poutine gravy. And so we, I was like, we're not going back to Denny's because the mothers didn't like their dinner there. So (laughs) we, we went to Moxie's and here I am in a pajama shirt I'm sweating my ass off because I'm in full pajama bottoms, this full long sleeve shirt. I have no bra on and I walk into this fancy swanky restaurant and all of these tight little tiny blonde and brunette girls are standing there and they're like, okay, so, you know, so, so they take us and they set us. And now I'm, as soon as I start eating, I just, I was like, I turned into Jack Jack from the Incredibles, like just hot instantly. And so they bring us, so we're sitting there and I'm like, okay, so I can't have water because I can only have the amount of water that I brought with me. Oh my god! And so I was like, okay, I'm looking at the menu. I was like, I need salt, I need carbs and I need fat. And so we ordered a massive plate of nachos. And then I had a breaded grilled chicken burger with sweet potato fries and this like crazy delicious aioli for the fries like and that was what I ate that night and I was like okay I woke up the next morning and my coach looked at me and she said no you have to go and have a big breakfast she's like this is not like I'm not full so I went to Denny's and I had like this giant breakfast with minimal protein these crazy cinnamon pancakes like it was bonkers and then proceeded to eat 10 rice cakes And then from there, half a jar of jam and three quarters of a bag of hickory sticks to try and get my body to pump up. Like I was so depleted from dieting so hard for so long that my body was just burning everything I put into it. And so we got up there, rocked the stage. And then when we finished, we had a reservation. You want to know what love feels like? Have a reservation on a Saturday night for 13 people. And so we went to the Cactus Club in Saskatoon. They were absolutely amazing, hyper accommodating. They took such good care of us. Um, Free desserts for everybody. So I had to have like I had a steak. I had lettuce wraps. I had sweet potato fries. I had a couple of desserts. Yes. (laughs) So I ate. And so like and and I woke up lighter the next morning. Amazing. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. It was, it was pure, it was pure spoils. And I was just like, I was so stoked about it. And it was, you know, it was amazing because, you know, this, this particular competition was really special to me. It was the competition I did for my dad and he was my biggest fan. And the last time I ever spoke to him was the night before my first national qualification. And he and I were on video and he held his little arm up and he said, you go out there tomorrow and you give him one of these. And he patted his little old man bicep. And then he told me he loved me. And that was the last thing he ever said to me. The last words he ever said to me. He died three weeks later. And so on the 14th of September would be his 75th birthday. And Mm -hmm. the only concert I ever took him to was Dr. Hook. And he used to sing that song to me um, (laughs) all the time. Like we, we sang and we danced yeah. In 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 our house a lot. 
He taught me how to jive when I was like four. And and he would he would sing constantly, never the right words ever. And so like if you ask Ruth, she has this this <laughs> innate way of singing the way that I do, where we, when we don't know the words, we basically just go, <laughs> you know, and, you know, we finger wag and all the fun stuff. Right. So, you know, this was a really soulful weekend. My dad, my like my, my mom was there and we just really got to celebrate him and we got to be together as a family and we got to do something that he loved watching you do it was so special it was so special absolutely incredible and what a what a therapeutic moment too for your mom you know like full full circle and yeah I am just like I said so over the moon for you so proud of you and I can't wait to see the photos (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're so good. They're so good. You know, and 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 it, you know, it's it's so funny. You know, I look at how you know there's that saying, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. And you know, I I say I've never placed first in anything, but I think I do pretty well in business, right? Like it's and that's, you know, it, it's funny when you aspire to be something that is not maybe your natural inclination. I think yeah. that's when you you sometimes forget how good you can be in other arenas and other areas of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Chills. <laughs> so you've had change too. You've had a summer of celebration and opportunity and growth. Yeah. Yeah. It's been pretty incredible. Um, and it's one of those situations too, that it doesn't actually feel like it's been just the length of a summer. Like it feels so monumental and foundational that yeah, it just, again, like chills all of the feels. And I've, you know, been in a, in a role, uh, in an industry that I had very little experience in. And it's been so incredible taking the skills and the learning that I had developed over the course of working in tech for gosh, 15 years and how that applies into healthcare and just the perspective and humility and, hey, let's try it this way. I know it's never been done this way before, um, has been really refreshing and cool. And this summer, I also really took the plunge into consulting. And I was doing the consulting thing kind of here and there and, you know, providing support and assistance, Um, you know, years ago, I would help organizations, but never would I ever think to create a business for myself. And I don't know if that was a confidence thing. I don't know if that was an experience thing or just being ready mentally for it. But this year in particular, I just really focused on starting my own business and I'm still, you know, working full time and finding opportunities, you know, evenings, weekends to really focus on my own thing. And it's been absolutely incredible and taking the steps to not only acknowledge that you have the skills and the ability to do something on your own, but just the ability to support and help other individuals and organizations has been so 
rewarding. So yeah, it's been a really fulfilling and, and busy summer. I'd say so. Holy smokes. And yeah. did you guys make any time for vacation or, or getting away with the little one? I mean, when you live next to water every day kind of feels like vacation. <laughs> so I was so, I was so in the mix on this new role that I really took the summer to, to put my head down and work on it. Um, <clears throat> so we did a ton of day trips and sort of weekends away, took the little one to, uh, Canada's wonderland for the first time, all of my um, Canadian, yeah, my Canadian friends. I am not a rides person whatsoever. Um, but our daughter is of an age where she just wants to be in sort of the the little kitty area of Canada's Wonderland, which I can handle. So I don't know how many more years I have of that. Um, but yeah, it was fantastic. And then just tons of family and friends up uh, for visits and campfires and boat rides and fishing and all that good wholesome stuff. So it's it was an absolutely incredible summer. You know, isn't balance beautiful? It really is. <laughs> you, you know, and, and, and it's funny because like when we think about balance, you don't often think about the level of just go, 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 go that people like you and I have. Uh -huh. But you know what? When you are sprinkling in fun, family, inside of the things that are setting your soul on fire, that's yes. balance. Balance yes. doesn't mean I work eight hours, I sleep eight hours. I, You know what I mean? It Balance yes. is, is it's an individual thing that we accept. And when I feel yes. out of tolerance with my balance, I'm really good at just disconnecting. And, and, and usually it's my body that says, hey, could we just tap the brakes for a second? But, you know, I think that, I think it's absolutely beautiful that you were able to not just accept a role that was mm -hmm. new and exciting, but you have seen the pathway to something that is going to ultimately give you this lifelong autonomy, right? People ask me all the time, they say, so, you know, how does retirement go for a, a, an entrepreneur? It doesn't, <laughs> because I don't no. want to retire. I, right. I like, I, I'm, I do what I want. Like I have these jokes that I say to, I have this one client I used to say to him, I'm like pretty woman. I say who I say when I say how much, oh, and I never kiss on the mouth because that's just inappropriate. <laughs> you know, and he used to, he's from New Jersey and he'd do you and the whore jokes all the time. Right. But, but that, that's balance. Balance for me is being yeah. able to have the autonomy to do what I want when I want to do it. And I, I think it's absolutely beautiful that you're walking down that pathway and that you're doing it with such confidence. Mm, thank you. And I honestly, the the whole notion of doing things that kind of set your soul and your spark on fire is just so, so amazing to lean into fully and being able to do what we do and support the organizations and individuals that we do. It doesn't, I don't want to say it doesn't feel like work because there's definitely, you know, aspects of it where you need to, you know, have your due diligence and make sure you're, you're showing up in a professional way and mm -hmm. make sure you're, you know, producing content and information and support that your, your clients and, and just organizations need. But I think because it's stuff that we love and we're passionate about, I have, zero um, need or anticipation to to stop because it's just such a, a huge part of who I am. I mean, the idea of, 
you know, building community and building healthy employee experience and how do we speak internally versus externally from a communication standpoint? And mm. what is your brand um, when it comes to social media versus, you know, personally within your organization? All of these types of conversations and sort of aha light bulb moments are just things that I love to talk about, period, but let alone working with people to kind of help unlock them is just the most incredible opportunity. So yeah, it's been, it's been a trip to really dive in and, and draw that line in the sand and say like, this is part of what I do now. And I'm really proud of it. And I'm really excited about it. And, um, it seems to be well-received thus far and, I'm just going to keep pushing. So yeah, it's been really, really cool. Uh, well, here we go. Happy September to us. <laughs> and really happy September to us and finding individuals who support you in those endeavors and who expect big things for you. And when you do achieve them are genuinely excited for you genuinely and that you just feel like they're in your corner and they're rooting you on and if you're not really leaning into your excellence they will call you on that all day long like those are the people I want more of in my life like you I want more people who are genuinely here for it and yeah, it's a, a pretty special place when you find them. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> that is, I think this is a great spot for us to tap the brakes and leave our <laughs> listeners on a really high note. So good to see you, Lauren. Love being so good back. good to see you. Yes. Bring on September. Bring on September. And listeners, <laughs> if there's any questions that you'd like Lauren and I to address, anyone you'd like to see us have on the show, remember, you can reach out anytime. A call doesn't cost a thing. <laughs>